0: Welcome!
1: Oh yeah, yeah. to our Halloween episode. Oh yes, (laughs) (laughs) I've come back down from the pharmacy. (laughs) I got Lotto tickets and my Cialis medication. Wow,
0: Dracula! I didn't know that you were so practical. Practical about uh, your daily living habits.
1: Yes, I have to compete with all the other young vampires. And rice knockoffs. And
0: true blood. Okay, that's true. That's true. Bunch of hotties. That's, hey, no denying that. But uh, Dracula, you're immortal. Am I right? Yes. So... How come you would need to play the lotto? I mean, wouldn't you have just been saving your money all these years? No, I have an intense gambling
1: habit that takes away all my funds and diverts (laughs) them to collection agencies who are out for Dracula's blood.
0: (laughs) They are bloodsuckers. It's very true. Yeah,
1: Dracula, you got to watch that
0: shit, man. Dracula, what's your game when you gamble? Craps! (laughs) (laughs) It's... I'm Ernesto Mancibo,
1: and I'm Pablo Morale Martinez and
0: together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Bleh. <laughs> <Blair> is right.
1: <laughs> Get out of here, Dracula! You're cramping our style. <laughs> Plus, we gotta talk about serious shit. Oh and, shit! Uh, he
0: forgot his Cialis. Oh
1: yeah. I forgot, well.
0: Oh, oh well. Oh,
1: time to call more ladies <laughs> for you in your case. <laughs> In my case, I'm just going to make my wife really happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. She's up there in the producer's booth working the levels, but soon she'll be working. All right.
0: All right. Listen, this is a family show? My levels. <sighs> oh, my God.
1: Why? Why am I acting this all way?
0: Right. Because it's our spooky Halloween Spook-tacular. episode. Spooktacular. Yes. All right. That's all
1: right. <laughs> That's my imitate, that's my best imitation of Dracula. I'm not gonna take that away from him. So. No,
0: that was oh that, that's true. He was mm. actually here. We don't want to offend yeah, him. Yeah, no, I don't want to offend you him. No, that's some sort of like uh, cultural appropriation no. that you did there.
1: That is true. You know, so. Oh no, whatever. He could go back to Europe. Fuck that guy. Oh
0: god damn. <laughs> oh. Shit.
1: Oh, it's so like it's so hard being white and immortal. Yeah. Anti vampite, my god. <laughs> That's right. This podcast has bite. Vampire bite. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're all not right. getting that's, any that's, uh, sort of uh, know, endorsement know, for know, saying know, shit know,
0: like that. I know, I know.
1: Alamo Draft House us <laughs> <laughs> the bone. We'll take
0: anything that you get, even if you want to give us like one ticket a month.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, listeners, your listeners support us on Patreon, and uh, you know, listen to classic episodes on iTunes and Podomatic. And, you know, catch up with us on social media. Anyway, that's enough of the plugs.
0: Yeah. We're also on Venmo. Like, we, yeah. you, you could just, like, you know, toss us a few cents here and there. Anyway.
1: I know. Wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: that's where we are.
1: Uh, that's where we're begging. <laughs> begging.
0: Oh, boy. So, what a shit show. Um,
1: where do we begin?
0: I think that we should begin... With the horrific, threatening death caravan that's heading... Death
1: caravan! Death <laughs> caravan! That's
0: heading toward our borders.
1: Border, 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 death caravan! If
0: you look over the Mexican border, you can see lightning in the distance. You know? <laughs> Red lightning. Exactly of mostly women and children yeah. <laughs> coming to seek asylum. Like, yeah,
1: they're they're just looking for a better life. And exactly, you know, a better our life. Our president has seen fit to uh, greet them with the traditional uh, American greeting of showing up with soldiers and guns and trying to uh, threaten the, ver- the very fabric of their lives. So like
0: possibly 15,000 soldiers by the time they arrive?
1: This is such a clusterfuck that I don't know like uh, by the way we're we're in, we're ankle deep into the uh running backwards through a Trump cornfield yeah
0: US. we don't want to subject you to too much yeah. of this crap so
1: yeah we're going to try to recap it as quickly as possible so we can get weird yeah um but yeah it's it, it's bears repeating that this is un this is Uh, How can I put this delicately? This is fucking bullshit. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Fucking bullshit. It's
1: a a waste of resources. It's a... Because they're not... The the way Fox News talks about it, and it's been that... Fox News is... Um, coverage of it has been news itself mm-hmm. w- because they say that it's an invasion. They're marketing this as an invasion. Uh-huh.
0: Absolutely.
1: But it's, it's mostly women and kids. Yep. And then, you know, Trump himself, you know, because he parrots everything that he says, he, that he sees on Fox News, he's just like, yes, of course, uh, this is an invasion of uh, – of uh of
0: possible terrorists among them and some of them might even have diseases yeah. and you know
1: some of them are strong i mean i don't want to like i feel like all the the nightly talk shows are talking about it like uh, the fact that donald trump describes it describes uh the men in this caravan as like young and strong and um you know uh I think Stephen Colbert was like reporting that Trump said that uh, their muscles were glistening, their <laughs> hair was perfect, Latin beefcakes all around. Just salvy guns, you know, abs ripped, but riddled with disease. Oh. <laughs> smallpox. They had this, uh, like I, I saw some Fox News douchebags say it was some of them had smallpox, bubonic plague. Um, oh, my God. You name it, they got it. Leprosy. Uh, so, right,
0: because cause, cause that's what we all know lepers to do, travel hundreds and hundreds of miles with leprosy. Like you,
1: You'd think the way that Fox News and the president is covering it and his administration are talking about it, the way they're, that they're talking about it, you'd think it was... That scene in World War Z where like all (laughs) those zombies like hit that wall and they're all like crawling on top of each other. Absolutely. That's exactly what they want people to
0: think. You know, I started thinking like Fox News will quote unquote accidentally uh, splice in footage from The Walking Dead just so people are just like, oh, you see, they're
1: coming. Oh, my God. Salvadorians killed me and killed, killed Glenn (laughs) and Abraham. Where's Rick Grimes?
0: (laughs) He can't this is leave his last season, <laughs> yet. <laughs> Jeez. Oh.
1: He can't leave yet. Um, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's really like it's really odd. I I also wanted to add one more thing. So that's made the news, right? Yeah, the coverage of that. Um. I also wanted to talk just a little bit about uh, Jeff Sessions being confronted by a priest. Oh, that was so good. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about that. Like almost, like as soon as I saw it, I was just like, no, 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 no. save it for the show. That
0: that was so good. Like I actually, I actually felt inspired by uh, how he stood uh, in his faith and stood up and recited the word. Like and, the Gospel of Matthew, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, that was actually really inspiring. And it's like that, that's one of those things that, you know, a lot of people talk about faith. And I'm not, I'm not here uh, judging like the average Joe and stuff. Like we all try in our own ways. But, you know, he was in a place of real privilege. Like he was in one, he was in a hall f- directly with access to like power. You know, in this country, he could have ingratiated himself to the powers that be in that room and, you know, gotten a leg up. But instead, he chose to stand up and actually be a man of God and recite something that couldn't even really be responded to. Like Jeff Sessions almost tried to treat it like at first he tried to respond like, oh, well, you know, I appreciate your comments. But the guy didn't stop. He was just in his very polite and faithful way, but strong. Said, like, no, you are standing against this word. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. You're standing against this word. It's like there are people out there in need, and you have the power to help them, and you don't.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just love that he, like, it started off like a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, and it sent chills down my spine because he got up. And you know Jeff Sessions is up there spreading his bullshit. He's like, "We have to do something about the blah blah blah, yeah. pants and blah." And then out of nowhere, you just hear, "I was naked and you clothed me," you know, "I was poor and you gave me." You know, it, I I don't I can't recite the the the, the passage. God spoke um, through him. Yeah, yeah, but it was
0: chilling. It was chilling. It really was. It really um, was. He stood up strong, and just and just kept. And, it wasn't he wasn't even trying to overpower Jeff Sessions. That's the thing. It's like he spoke with an authority and a truthfulness that was just like just like you said, it gave me chills, you know, yeah. and then went and then several uh, people in that audience uh, booed this man.
1: One of them actually was like, yeah. I agree with everything that he's saying. And they escorted both those guys out.
0: Well, that guy agreed with him. And, and as they were leading that first gentleman out, the second one spoke up and he was just like, you know, a man of faith is speaking here to a subject that directly relates to what we're talking about. And you're kicking him out. Yeah. It's like, this was supposed to be a meeting of faith leaders yeah, and you're kicking him out. Like, uh,
1: I know I know uh, I've talked I've I've talked to my wife about this and it just l- like I think back to like the 60s when people were just like the end is near uh-huh. or like the 70s when also people were just like the end is near you know and people back then in those eras were just like this is the end times mm-hmm. right this is the end times um but I don't know if, if, they, if any of them felt the level of corruption or the crumbling of our political infrastructure like it's been happening throughout these past two years since 45 took office.
0: I would love to, to hear somebody's perspective who have lived through the 60s and 70s with the very obvious corruption that happened during those days and all the, all the horseshit through the various uh, administrations and compare it to what they see now and to see if they feel like it's just more of the same or if we've definitely hit like peak uh peak oh shit <laughs> yeah know?
1: right oh well damn that's a really good <laughs> That's such a good like phrase of like, like it's yeah. oh like the I just see like the you know on a on a scale like it's just like <laughs> the arrow is starting to tip into like oh shit you know the red
0: you know how there's the doomsday clock yeah that, all, that yeah. scientists like it's like we're like three minutes away from nuclear world war nuclear war it's just like I want there should be an oh shit clock you yes know? <laughs> definitely.
1: I'm. I'm just. I feel like I, just. Just for a second, I just want to slow things down for a little bit, and just want. I just want to thank you, uh, for being such an awesome co-host on this show, man. Hey man. It, like it really, like I can't do this show without you, and I just wanted to say, dude, you're awesome. Hey but, man. Cheers, man.
0: Cheers, man. Same to you. I couldn't imagine doing this show without you.
1: All right. So now that we've finished jerking each other (laughs) (laughs) off. And it got weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um, (laughs) Back to the show. Back to the show. Uh, Leading up to uh, one of the most, I would say, outrageous things that we've heard a president say probably since uh, Reconstruction uh, the occupier in chief has threatened to uh, to undo the Fourteenth Amendment. Right. That that is some extreme shit, right Speaking there. Speaking
1: of things that bring me chills, right? Yeah. When I saw that, I immediately like fell into what I cannot like. It was anxiety, depression, anxiety, like in that order. Um, so I immediately, like, jump to conclusions, as I'm prone to doing when I first hear news, which, which is, you know what, this isn't an everyday thing, it, this is a fucking brand new anxiety that I have, usually it's anxiety about, like, my state of mind, I'm like, you know, I have depression and blah blah blah, but this time it was just like, the, or oh, okay, so does that mean I need to, like know how to fire a weapon and uh, like I need to like I really seriously need to like the first thing I thought was like I need to drive a car because <laughs> I'm 36 and I don't know I don't know how to drive <laughs> I'm just like shit right there man with you, dude. <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, because like it, it, it's, be, it's reaching dystopian levels of like what
0: yeah
1: like it really is reaching like oh shit levels
0: we i think we're a few months away from like gladiator fights to the death yes you know
1: with the voter purges and like uh, and the fact that he said that uh, and he called himself a nationalist it's just like i don't know what kind of uh you know, um, cheeseburgers he's eaten, but they're making him extra crazy.
0: Uh, it must be like mad cow disease cheeseburgers yeah. that he got a discount and he's like, Trump steaks is making a return. <laughs> now with extra secret <laughs> spices. Trump
1: burgers. 40, 142 bazillion sold. Uh, there's not that amount of population on earth, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no. Fake news. <laughs> Just, <laughs> put it on the awning. What a Um, dick. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's really scary. And then, uh, you know, as soon as that news dropped, people were just like, everybody's telling me to, like, everybody's not telling me specifically, but everybody's telling the public to calm down. Like all, like, no, uh, no, no,
0: it's you specifically. Sean (laughs) Sean King, friend of the show, we hope someday, Yeah, uh, eventually said he was just like, you know, this cannot happen just to be clear, Pablo, that, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this amendment cannot be and I was just like, wow, that's kind of weird to read on Facebook, you know. It's yeah, funny.
1: I know. It True. was weird. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, that's right, that my awkward like fight the power fist worked <laughs> when I met Sean King. I you gave him an awkward yeah, an awkward fight the power fist. Yeah. Um But yeah, uh it was um it, it's it's dystopian it this this whole thing. Um and Despite the fact that, like, you know, everyone is everyone in, like, the media, like, entertainment media and, like, news media, they're just like, there's no possible way he can do this. All I can say is, um, you know, there's no possible way he could have elected, he could have gotten Judge Kavanaugh to that seat, but he did it, and there's no possible way that, uh, you know, he has done half the shit that he's done and gotten away with it, but he did it, you know, and he's got Congress and he's got, um, he's got Congress and he's got the Supreme court in his pocket. And he's got, yeah, he's got a cult of followers who will do or die. As soon as he says, jump, they, they say how high, you know, they will go out and they will try to fix this in order to abolish the 14th amendment.
0: I think there are definitely a lot of people who want that to happen, especially uh, the extremists on his side. But I honestly feel that there, as in the past year, this country has shown us at certain points that we can definitely get together and stop the insane shit from really hitting the fan. And I think that's what they're really scared of, which is why he's jumping to... uh, these extreme things back to back to back the caravan uh, repealing the 14th amendment. Um, remember when that, um, when that pedophile was running for a uh, public office a few oh, months yeah, ago, Roy Moore, Roy, Roy Moore. Moore and everybody was just like, we might have this guy elected. And the, the sane people of this country rose up and said, Nope, we don't think so. I think that was just an inkling of what um, is going to happen. Listen, I'm not saying that it's going to be all uh, puppies and sunshine after the midterm elections. But I think that enough people in this country have been jostled, have been uh, frightened, uh, to be quite frank, about what is happening. And we all, the majority of us still feel the sting of, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, what seems like um, the more uh, minor uh, horror that was the Bush administration and the fallout from that with the uh, economic meltdown that happened, like all of us still feel the sting. We still hear the ringing in our ears from that shit. And then to see what Trump is doing, I think a lot of us who are still sane can imag- can imagine not only what can happen while he's still in office, but what could happen after he leaves. So I think a lot of people are saying, I can't go through that again. I literally can't survive something like that. And I think that we're going to see a really, really big turnout during these midterm elections. Uh, Just to cut into that, folks, the midterm elections are November 6th. When you hear this episode, it is going to be the next day, tomorrow. So if you're listening to this um, or if you're... Some of our fans who listen on Tuesday mornings, it's later today. <laughs> yes. So uh, November 6th, you get out and you vote. You, if,
1: you vote blue. You vote progressive. You vote against these fucking assholes and get them out of office.
0: And if anybody tells you at your local uh, polling place that you're not on record, that you can't vote, there are plenty of hotlines that you can that you can call. We will post it up to all our social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram. And, uh, twitter. and twitter to show you what phone numbers you can call what to say in order to get a provisional ballot while you are there do not leave until you cast your vote
1: god damn right you sh- you go out there and you show these assholes what you can do that's right uh, i'm glad that we got that off our chest yeah. because i'm pablo morelli martinez and i'm ernesto mancibo and together we are robots, robots versus, versus taxes
0: on radio free brooklyn
1: that's right and you stick that in your pipe and you smoke it <laughs> and get a real high cause we're good buds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: All right. That's how you do it. This is this what episode is this? This is
1: episode seventy three. No. I don't know. How we, I feel like we never keep count.
0: This is. This might be either 75 or 76. Really? Yeah. Wow. As a matter of fact, did you upload last episode yes, to I the did. archive? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I
1: didn't alert you. I'm sorry. So, I'm just, no, I was it's, kind of exhausted.
0: It's, it's fine. It's fine. I guess, you know, I guess we're not responsible to each <laughs> other anymore. Oh, come on. You used to text me. I know. Oh, well. did finish? And it would keep me warm. <laughs> I'd be like, the episode is up. Now it's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what it's you wanna like. Want to try that again? <laughs> no, actually, I meant to do that. That's, okay. That's exactly All what right. it's like. Sneezes, people. Sneezes. Illness. It's it's, it's not illness. My God. <laughs> it's a natural if We're part body. of the caravan. It, ooh. ooh <laughs> that's right. Ooh. We are. Oh wait.
1: Uh Are we set? Like I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure we're seventy three.
0: No, last episode was uh seventy three. So this oh, is epi- se- this is episode seventy four. Nice. Yeah. Noise. Noise.
1: <laughs> oh, I want to do one of fucking Shredder's henchmen, but I'm just like ah. That other show does that. Does oh, Ninja
0: Turtles. The other show. Yeah. Who we have beef with? No, yeah. nah, we yeah. don't. Because we're, no, we're,
1: we're 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 buddies with yeah. Slap the Slaps podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I wish that bike that's outside of your window would have like kicked in, <laughs> picked up by the mics just now. Oh man.
1: It probably the bikes probably picked it up. The bikes pick up really odd huh. things,
0: maybe I could. <laughs> like ghosts. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, happy Halloween, people. Yeah. I hope that you're spending it safe. And
1: we're recording this on Halloween, that's so. right.
0: And that's right. Yeah. So, when you listen to it, it's like a post Halloween show, sort of like how some of The Simpsons' tree house of horrors have happened, like one or two weeks after Halloween in the past. I, I remember know. always feeling like that was weird. Yeah, like it's just like it should be happening. On, like these guys must have fallen behind on their deadline, but they didn't this year. It aired like a week before Halloween. Okay, I guess because they decided to like not do work to develop the show, in particular a particular character uh, by the name of Apu.
1: Oh shit, that's right. All right, so I guess yeah, we, I guess we're gonna um, we're gonna have to address the whole Apu thing because we. We addressed it uh because who needs mm-hmm. the quickie mark yeah. <laughs> not me <laughs> oh wait no he says i do but that's right yeah, but we you changed it to it. be yeah. relevant yeah exactly so i get it um how do you feel about you know apu biting the big one it's seems- going to where going where uh what's her name um uh, that, uh, what's her name? Winslow, uh, the the
0: middle sister. Oh in, God! In uh, in,
1: in the, <laughs> Family Matters,
0: she was the little sister. Yeah, that's right. She just,
1: Sarah Winslow, or yeah, whatever.
0: What the youngest Winslow just went upstairs one day and never, never came, came back, back down, yeah. and they never explained it either. Yeah. So, um, the Simpsons did. What was in line with the episode that they aired to address people's grievances with the character of Apu, which is, f- for lack of a better term, what can you do? Yeah. And so instead of actually developing the character and just making a few minor changes that would, could have still kept him funny, but made him less of a stereotype, uh, they're just like, eh, we're just going to get rid of the character altogether. We're writing him off. Yes. He'll probably at some point appear randomly in the background or something like that. Is that that. what
1: they said? Is that what they said? That's what I
0: feel like they're going to do because I don't feel like this is an honest effort of them to be like, we don't know what to do. So in order to not be offensive, we're going to get rid of him. I feel like this is a giant fuck you. Yeah. To the fans who complained about it. It's just like, oh, okay, the brown guy's offensive, then you don't have the brown guy at all anymore. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? It's like, yeah, sure, we've got writers. We've written, you know, award winning episodes over the years. No, but we can't handle this. No, oh, no, no, no. We no. can't make him a little more, you know, three dimensional or just less Build nuance
1: into the character. They 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 just like let's just get rid of the problem.
0: And we, they've like, literally made Homer into this into this more rounded character over the years by showing his connection to like a strange family, his mother who came in and out of his life. Like, that was one of the saddest episodes. It was one life. of the <laughs> when he was sitting on the car oh at the end God. looking at the stars. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I had to go hug my mom yeah. after that. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? This is The Simpsons. Know, but a poo yeah. holy uh, shit we don't know how to huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how do we handle it how, how do we do this
0: better get rid of him
1: yeah um i'm glad like i i, I totally feel the same way about him uh because i think that again i, I feel like i'm parroting a lot of like what uh other South Asian um, like uh, entertainment figures like Mindy Kaling and Hari Kondabolu have said about Apu is that um, for a while he was, uh, he's was the only South Asian like character on TV. Mm -hmm. This wouldn't be such a problem if he was the, if he wasn't the only (laughs) one. And I feel like that's, 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 um, that's what, People who are angry about uh, Apu being, you know, uh, you know, exercised from The Simpsons, uh, I I feel like that's, that's what they're not seeing, is that he is, he was the only, one of the most prominent Indian character, South Asian character on the show, and so the mass like for a long time that's what everyone like referred to as like the touchstone of like south asian culture if you're brown uh, you know you're from india or like pakistan mm-hmm. or like you know uh the middle east anywhere you're just like oh uh, you have to do the accent where does that come from oh i don't know a poo yeah right? uh-huh so yeah, I, 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 I do have really weird feelings about this. Like, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time. Every now and then I will watch, like, the Halloween episode. Yeah. But after this, I'm not, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I just, like, they had a great first ten seasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They've gone into the whole, like, um, crusty old guy thing. Uh, Phase of their life, it's just like we're an institution. We don't have to change. You change to you change to 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 accommodate us. Yeah, like we're the Simpsons. It's just like
1: it's like you're just a bunch of snow. Like they're taking the position of like all those other people who are just like, you know, the Bill Burrs of the world who are just like you're just a bunch of snowflakes. Get off my lawn. It's just like no. This is just it's it's a fucked up thing that's been happening for a very long time. And now people are asking for a change. So can you do the right thing and just change it? And then there's just like, "Fuck you!" It destroys the whole fabric of the show.
0: It's like if we can't just do what we want, then <laughs> you know, just... what will they be asking for next? <laughs> just... Oh man, and you know, and and it's echoed so much online by um, no other way to say it, just uh, butt hurt fanboys who yeah. are. Who are just like, oh, PC culture. And this and the other. It's just like, and I look down all their profiles and I'm just like, hmm, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. So. uh, I love that you're not saying it. I just. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like those who listen to the show know me well enough right now to know what I mean. (laughs)
1: We've been harping on it for, I don't know, like 74 episodes.
0: (laughs) Even longer, I. Pretty sure we said this in our prequel episodes before we <laughs> got true. on Radio oh Free God, Brooklyn. Yeah.
1: So, oh, my God. The boy. bygone era of like our old, unaired episodes. One day
0: we'll release them. One
1: that. day we'll release them.
0: Probably on Blu-ray. You yeah, know, I know, just
1: right? <laughs> 4K digital download.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get it on iTunes. Yeah, I know. Pre-order on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I wonder if we can get our episodes released like as a uh, as a hidden track on Avengers four. Wouldn't that be dope? Oh my god, that would be amazing. Just ran. <laughs> you had to think about it for a second. Like what? I'm just what? like
1: yeah, because my mind couldn't. It's like file file too large. Need more <laughs> need more disk space. Because like, I was just like
0: <laughs> Marvel us. Oh, <gasps> It's like your Dropbox is running out of capacity. <laughs> For more room, why don't you subscribe to Dropbox Premium?
1: It's like fuck you. I'm switching over to Google Drive. <laughs> Dropbox Premium.
0: And Google's like, Come in, everybody's welcome. Yeah, We're that- the cool kids. <laughs> and Dropbox like, We have a we have a business version if you want. <laughs> Let me not fuck with Dropbox because I know we have a few uh, things on Dropbox. Radio Free Brooklyn's infrastructure is partially based on Dropbox, so <laughs> if Dropbox is listening, we we really dig you guys. You were you were the first uh, online mass storage uh, medium that I yeah. used, and I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Tom and Rob are just gonna be like robots versus taxes. <laughs> 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 well, they punch holes through like those little racing hats, like those, those like wicker hats oh shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys oh man (laughs) oh what a picture we paint
1: i know we do
0: oh man so goodbye Pooh. um i'm sure you'll pop up somewhere but
1: uh (laughs) on south
0: park on south (laughs) south park guys if you haven't seen that South, i think we might have mentioned it last episode if you haven't seen that South Park send up of Apu, whew.
1: the clip is available on Hulu. I suggest you watch it if you don't want to watch the whole episode. But it's the whole episode is great. This season is pretty good. Uh, this season of South Park is pretty good. It's crazy how like it has um, South Park still has staying staying power. It's like it has dips and then spikes where it's really funny in then.
0: Well, those guys, the two guys who are the creative force behind it, they. They don't lose sight of the ridiculousness of everything. Like, they are um, obscenely rich at this point. Yes, of course. And they, you know, they have a want for nothing. And I'm sure that, you know, like any creative process, it has its dips. It has its peaks and valleys. But there's something about them where they have always kept it unbelievably real. And for me, one of the biggest things that still reverberates to this day, it was after... um, Isaac Hayes passed away. Oh, and, right. Um, Jeez, that, you you those know what?
1: episodes following about with Chef.
0: It wasn't, was it after he passed away? No, I'm sorry. I, I jumped way too far. It was after he left the show because he was offended that they had done a send-up of Scientology, which when I think about it now, I don't think that he was actually offended. I think Scientology said, they just made fun of us you got to get off that show. And he was just like, oh, shit, you know, because they have some but, sort of... But
1: the children will yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Very nice. Very nice.
0: <laughs> so I think they had their hooks deep in, deep inside of him enough that where he just be like, well, I got to do what they say. But anyway, uh he released a statement like, you know, I was very offended, blah, 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 Scientology. And when they asked for the South Park creator's response, he was just like he didn't have any problem when we were making fun of ev- everybody else's religion which they have like from the get go
1: it's so weird that isaac hayes was a scientologist like of all the people like really
0: when you listen when you isaac hayes we first of all the, was sorry yeah absolutely isaac. first of all isaac hayes was uh was a legend in the music world so yes. i'm sure that he had plenty of influence and plenty of money and for some reason scientology Specifically, it reaches out to people like that yeah um and I imagine I don't have any proof um that uh when you're in an organization like that, it's not so much about the belief it's about the circles of influence that you're connected to at that point, so that I think that's what makes it attractive um but once you're in, <laughs> you're in you yeah. know and you do what they tell you to do
1: unless you get out like Leah ramini
0: oh well that's true but yeah. then she's like isn't she like excommunicated from her family and stuff? yeah that's really sad you know it's really 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 sad god it...
1: she's so hot i'm sorry
0: okay <laughs> i'm <I> like <laughs> <laughs>
1: sabrina's gonna kick my ass for this sabrina doesn't but listen to the show yeah, i know she doesn't listen to the <laughs> show that's fine <laughs> <laughs> So I could say this. Oh my god! But I've life had, won't be. We're gonna I've be had
0: a, a, go had ahead. such
1: a crush on Leah Remini for so long. God, Leah, if you're listening to this, be gone.
0: Holy <laughs> sh! I'm married. All right, I have to bleep that out.
1: I know. <laughs> you definitely have to edit that out. I'm kind of drunk. All right. Yeah, you are. Hey. <laughs> All right.
0: So, um, well, on a related subject. How awesome is the crow? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Segway was flawless.
0: Yes, it's like smooth, <laughs> smooth cut like old school kung fu films.
1: It's smooth, much like the um frontier down home taste of bullet bourbon. <laughs> mm, <laughs> bullet burn, bourbon. Burn, 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 Kentucky burn. Straight Bourbon whiskey. <laughs> 46 alcohol by volume contact, 90, 90% proof. Bullet Bourbon, bring, bring, proud bring, bring, bring. non-sponsor the Robots
0: vs. Taxes show.
1: Anyway, um, okay. <laughs> back to The Crow.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, The Crow had an awesome soundtrack, awesome action. It had Brandon Lee in it, God rest his soul. Um, we
1: were talking about it before, and like I just i know we talked about it previously on, on a past show but yeah. fuck that past show we're talking about it right now
0: that's right that's right everything old is new and yes new is repeated this is the
1: this is the the halloween spooktacular where we reboot with zombify <laughs> all of our old topics Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> i didn't even have to tell you to do that man that's we're great just
0: in sync here yeah, yeah. but um there there's so many quotable lines from that show. I, I think one of my favorites uh is when the crow uh you'll you'll have to fill in some of the names for me because you, you have a better memory than I do when it comes down to this stuff. Um he's after one of the thugs, uh, who had uh done him and his girlfriend in. And he was asking about uh, some guy on the gang called Zed. Uh
1: was it was it Zed or Skank? Skank,
0: sorry. Okay, thinking of, I'm thinking of Skank
1: like, is the one with the with the with the with that weird like, uh, like he he fried his brain with like meth
0: or something yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, that Skank, Skank's dead.
0: He's you know, yeah. He's just like, that's right. <laughs> and then he just offs him. I was yeah. just like, oh man. And that's the least of my favorite like quotables, but it's still up there. You know, I think probably my top top favorite one is you know. Is that gasoline I smell? Yeah, just flicks a match back into like a gasoline-drenched pawn shop. Yeah, guys, like no.
1: I love that he came in to that pawn shop where that that character actor. That's one of my favorite character actors. The guy that's just like. You're you, you fucking kicked in my my you're you're messing up my merchandise and you owe me a fucking new door. That guy, <laughs> John Polito, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Damn, damn man. I am good with names. Shit. Uh, it'll never. It, it will never save me from a bear attack.
0: Yeah, you never know.
1: But yeah, I know, right? I'll just be like, you know, the bear will be like, Ugh, who's that guy that looks like skinny uh, Paul Giamatti? The guy in the Big Bang Theory. I'll be like, Kevin Sussman? And then he'll be like, all right, I'm leaving you alone. I'm a bear. And he'll... <laughs> Like, that was the weirdest interaction I've ever had with nature. Anyway, oh my God, this has got to stop. This fucking weird tangents.
0: Oh my God. So your favorite line right, from, the, fa- <laughs> from, the sh- from the crow...
1: My favorite line from The Crow, though, it's it's definitely like, because uh, they do they do a little play on the Raven in mm-hmm. that whole scene where he's just like, you know, Brandon Lee come, kicks in the door and he's just like, uh, and there was a rapping, rap, rap, rapping <laughs> <laughs> And the Raven said, nevermore. And the guy's like, you're busting up my merchandise and you owe me a fucking new door. You know, that's <laughs> that whole rhyme scheme. I love that. Oh my God, that's that's my favorite line. Very from the nice, very um, nice. But I also love everything that top dollar. The main
0: villain with oh. his silky smooth hair, <laughs> that hair and that poofy shirt. Oh my God, that dude, man, he stay he stays with like the top level conditioner for his hair. Man, <laughs>
1: that dude is like conditioning on the hour every <laughs> hour. <laughs> Like I've never seen hair so 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 silky, and a man so evil.
0: (laughs) The two go together. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) one of his lines. I like is uh, after he shoots uh, Brandon Lee's uh, seer seer crow, and Brandon Lee walks into the church, and he's just like quick impression for you. Oh, call, call, bang! Fuck, I'm dead. Like ooh, <laughs> never were truer words uttered. Jeez,
1: oh,
0: I man. love that.
1: That guy's one of my favorite. He's up there with Clarence Boddicker from uh, from RoboCop.
0: Oh yes. Um.
1: Oh yes. Because oh. like they don't make villains that over the top anymore. They
0: really don't. They really don't. They tr- they try to give them you know nuance and almost make you like them. Sometimes you just need a super, uh, a uh, a villain to be just like
1: straight up scummy yeah. and just like awful. <laughs> and he he always kept doing that weird like daddy always taught me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, what a man is supposed to be. And he kind of had that weird uh uh Gary Busey like, "Hey, I'm crazy." You know, kind of
0: kind of voice. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Folks, if you haven't seen The Crow, we highly, highly recommend it. Oh my god,
1: it. it's on our top top R V T movies.
0: Absolutely. We should publish that list someday. So in case you're ever stuck in a um uh an apartment <laughs> with like the best D V D collection.
1: I'm assuming that the like uh the R V T listeners, like our little fan base, um They're just like, oh, let me take a wild guess what's on this movie list of theirs. (laughs) Ah, The Matrix, of course. (laughs) Robocop 2, par for the course. (laughs) The Crow, you know. And The Raid. Raid. Raid.
0: Yeah, Raid and Raid 2. Well, folks, if we're going to talk about films that have contributed to uh, the public sphere, I don't think there is a film that is more... Underemphasized than Evil Dead 2. Oh
1: my god, yes. We recently saw that again at Ye old Alamo Draft House. If
0: you've never seen this movie, first of all, just do yourself a favor, just uh call out from work tomorrow. And if you can't call out, quit and just <laughs> watch this movie. It is it is an entity onto itself. You cannot look at Evil Dead 2 and say, that's a ripoff of it's a ripoff yeah, of nothing. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> not a single minute.
1: It's the standard bearer, and like one of my, uh, like one of the things that I love the most about it is that, um, how, it's it, it just it, it bears repeat viewings, right? Yeah. Like you can watch it like one, uh, like one time, two times, three times. Every time you'll find something. I, so, uh, like, and I'm speaking specifically from my um, point of view but i think uh, and you know i'm also saying that because you and you enjoyed it oh god immensely um, immensely so from both of us i feel like we're speaking on behalf of the public uh and our word is 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 law so <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. so we're saying <laughs> just watch evil dead too and then you know um you're just like, what about Evil Dead One? You can watch Evil Dead One. You, Evil Dead One is amazing, but it, if if you that's like straight horror. If you want like horror with a mix of like comedy and violence and strangeness and like it's just all over the map.
0: It really Evil is Dead
1: Two is where to go, man.
0: Absolutely everywhere. Oh my you, god! You
1: have to watch the the um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, it captures that same kind of tone. Even uh, Sam Raimi actually directed the first episode,
0: the, like the show. Yeah, yeah, the show. I think I think now after multiple viewings of Evil Dead Two, as well as um, um, Ash.
1: Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, or uh, no? Uh, um, sorry, Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. I think uh, I can definitely uh, get into the the series now because I'm sort of entrenched in the lore now you've never seen evil dead one i don't think i have no
1: all right that's something that we need we need to watch yeah that's definitely more of a uh of a like kind of more straight horror and at the you know ash is not the ash that you know he's actually like holy shit what's happening you know kind of character
0: he's trying to act yeah he's trying to act okay <laughs>
1: I mean, everything that Bruce Campbell's in is gold. Um, I love, he has a weird way of overacting that is just amazing.
0: He he knows who he is and what he is, and it really is uh, something special to see. I mean, I still can't get that moment out of my head in Evil Dead 2 where he's talking to his girlfriend. And his face just starts making all these weird movements.
1: He starts contorting his face for no reason. And
0: he's trying to like come on to her, and it's just you're just looking at the screen like, what's what's happening right now? What are you doing? Why are you doing? Why are
1: you making that face? It's like, hey, baby, come on. You want some wine? You want some
0: champagne? It's like, what do you say? (laughs) (laughs) It's like every part of his face moves. I know. It's 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 incredible. And he's
1: got that like the, the weird chin that's like. That superhero, chain. yeah, it's
0: like somebody drew him, you know, drew his face.
1: <laughs> um, but talking about Bruce Campbell, right? Like, I think that if, Bruce, if there was, uh, you know, uh, he's up in years, he's still great. But a young Bruce Campbell as Stone, as Tony Stark. <laughs> oh
0: shit! Oh, wouldn't that work? God, wouldn't that work? Though, first of all, I that would shit man <laughs> i'm trying to em- envision his acting style in the mcu he would if there's anybody who could bring a different take to tony stark it would be him it would like be him, a yeah. young bruce campbell yeah young bruce campbell holy yeah. shit
1: i i don't think he yeah he's he's getting up there in years but i mean he could still bring it i really wish he needs to be in the mcu in some capacity in
0: some some weird cabal. I, I mean, mean he
1: was in Spider Man, all the Spider Man movies. He's in there.
0: Oh, that's right. Holy shit. Yeah,
1: he's the ring announcer where he's just like, What's your name, kid? And yeah. he's like, uh the, the human spider. He's like, Oh, that sucks
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then he's the French, um Yes. The French guy who's like, uh, you do not have a reservation. Some some yes. bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. In
1: Spider-Man 2. He's a treasure. Yeah, he is a treasure.
0: Did they put him in Spider-Man 3?
1: I, I can't remember.
0: Well, it sucks I, so bad. Yeah, that I, I movie think... is so bad <laughs> that
1: I was just like, I don't know. I can't remember anything other than Tobey McGuire's awkward, like, oh. stay in dance. <laughs> in the theater, I was like, what happened? Why is this happening to me?
0: <laughs> I was just, I just kept my fingers crossed. I'm like, come on, Venom. And then Venom showed up, and I'm just like, like, fuck ugh, this shit. Oh, fuck Venom. <laughs> and, then,
1: and then Venom came back, and I was just like, fuck Venom again. They can't get that character right. The, and, but it made, current Venom made so much money that they're going to make a sequel.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe they'll give it to uh, one of our favorite directors.
1: What, Gareth Evans? That's right. Have you seen
0: Apostle yet? No, is it out? Yeah, yeah, it's happening. It's on Netflix. Oh shit, dude! All right, well, I gotta go and go see it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place
1: to cap it. <laughs> um, yeah, you should like, especially since it's Halloween. Do yourself a favor, watch Apostle. And um, I just watched this series called The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Um, and it's really good non jump. Well. There are a few jump scares, but it's really good. Okay, it's a really good series.
0: Were you disturbed?
1: Yeah, it was. There was there was a few uh, episodes where I was just like, "This is fucking creepy." Okay. Um, so yeah, check the check out the haunting of Hill House. The series. Are you are you watching Daredevil?
0: I'm doing the show right now. <laughs> I mean, dude, I have my phone. You gotta phone here. watch Daredevil could... season oh. three, man. Okay. You I gotta, do.
1: like, let's, let's, look, because we gotta talk about it, man. I, there's so much I wanna talk to you about. Man, You, it's like, I know, I know. You I'm have this like... look in your face, like, dude, you gotta, dude, you gotta do it, man. I'm,
0: I'm it's like getting... halfway through the season, it's getting... just, it's Avengers 6. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting blue balls just talking Jesus to Jesus Christ. It. Ugh.
1: I know, right? Ugh. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man. Well we have to wrap it up, man. We're 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 getting up there.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh just really quickly, uh we wanna uh very genuinely send out our condolences to uh the victims uh and all the shootings um that happened this past week. Yes. Uh both at the the two elderly uh, African American folks at the supermarket. Yeah.
1: Um, the um actually they were they were shot in a I think it was a convenience store. A convenience store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was uh, Vicky Lee Jones and Maurice Stallard. Um, they were both shot down in cold blood by a white supremacist. I know this is a sudden shift in gears, but it, it really, we really need to talk about it. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, as well as the uh, the victims of the uh, synagogue massacre. Yes. Um, folks, we j- we just want to say that there is a. There's a real problem in this country that we have yet to speak about. We have yet to speak about when it comes down to uh, domestic white terrorism. And uh, just putting any sort of uh, uh, political aversions aside, like we need to uh, analyze what the driving forces in this country that allow such violence to take place and not be directly addressed, um, and I feel that the more it happens, the more we move closer to finally dealing with it. But we're paying with we're paying for this with way too many lives, so it needs to. We need to talk about this sooner rather than later.
1: Yes, I, I totally agree with you there. Um, so yeah, let's let's keep those those people in our thoughts um, as we move forward and uh, try to. Better ourselves and really examine where we're at in this country. Um, so, you know, from both of us here, uh, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez.
0: And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together
1: we are Robots versus taxes. taxes
0: on Radio Free Brooklyn. Remember to vote November 6th.
1: Yeah. Vote, people. Vote.
0: Song of the Week.